Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Graham Smithy, are you there? I am Jared Waitley, uh, live from Melbourne. Um, we uh, have uh, got him, folks, New Zealand folks listening in here. He is uh, our brother. He's our big brother. He's got a lot more experience than us. Uh, but at the moment, uh, Jared Waitley, we're in pretty good shape because yes. uh, at least we know what we'll be doing and what we'll be watching on Monday morning. What about you? No, we're a bit nervy. We've gone through a few phases, Smithy. We, we, we have been pessimistic the whole way through. We're a bit... We were despondent after the England game. We, we've found a way to, mm. to search for some optimism, but we are, I must say, we are full of admiration for what just happened. If we're searching for inspiration, it is New Zealand. And I love the sermon this morning all about retribution and belief. <laughs> yeah, well, let's be fair. Um, it isn't over yet because you're in our sights, as they like to say, in terms of retribution, uh, Jared. But hey, now look. In all honesty, very, very happy with the way they played. Um, you know, they're a they're a side that have that have shown the world in the last uh, four to five years, uh, maybe a little bit longer actually, that they are now um, are not scared of the big stage. They're not they're not scared of being out there. And they don't get stuck in the headlights anymore when it comes to the the, the big one. So uh, that's what I like about it. Um, there's a, a calmness about uh, Kane Williamson that's filtered through this side, a, a belief that he sort of engenders in them. And it comes to from uh, the coach, Gary Stead, who is one of the unsung heroes who no one knows really in yep. this country. Certainly you wouldn't know him over there. Uh, but he's done a good job moulding them together. They're, 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 we're pretty proud of them, to be honest, mate. Oh, you should be. And that, it's the CV of the world's best cricket team is test world champions tied for the 50-over the World Cup, now in the, the uh, final of the T20 World Cup. So just tell me the flow of it. So 57 off 24, it didn't seem terribly likely, did it? No, it, 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 it didn't, um, especially against an experienced side like England with a, a hell of a good captain and Owen Morgan. You kind of think that... Uh, he pretty much had New Zealand where he wanted them at that point. But the fickle nature of T20 cricket, the smallest boundaries mean that you're never that safe um, completely and utterly until basically the maths does the job for you and you can't, uh, you can't win. Uh, so that, it's not insurmountable. It's been done before. Uh, but it takes someone to come out with a bit of spunk, a bit of spark about them. Uh, and certainly if you look at uh, the way Nishan played, 27 yeah. from 11, he always hasn't been our favourite son over here. He, he tends to go the controversial route. Could have been Australian, actually, I suppose, <laughs> by, um, with that kind of thing. But no, no, seriously, he could have, um, he, he, you know, Jimmy Neesham has, has done it before. He's been asked to do big jobs before. And every now and then, he is as good as, uh, as most in the world and sometimes better than them, too. So uh, today was his morning. 27 from 11, that was the spark uh, that got Mitchell into the closing role. Who is Daryl Mitchell, Ian? Is how well known in how I imagine ahead of this tournament, he there wasn't a great deal of affection for him. People might have known him, but he was he's hardly at the forefront of cricket discussion. No, he's not, uh, Jared. In fact, um, he, you would call him the son of. He's the son of a former 
all-black coach and John Mitchell, who yep. has actually, up until about a week ago or 10 days ago, been helping your very own Eddie Jones coach England. So <laughs> he's basically been the son of, and all of a sudden he's, uh, he's not John Mitchell's father of, and he was in the crowd as well, which was, uh, there's a bit of romance about that. Uh, but look, he's a kid who's, he's just one of those um, mid-range, for a long time, most mid-range cricketers. Give him a job to do, and he'll do it. Give him a, a job to do on a slightly bigger and important uh, event. He'll do that for you too. Uh, give him a role to play in any form of the game. And all of a sudden, he's uh, starting to become more than just a doer. He's a, he's a high achiever. So he's not foreign to New Zealand cricket fans, but he is to the world, or he was to the world. And now uh, we were just surmising not that long ago, actually, what his IPL worth might be oh, yeah. uh, right now. If they had an auction this morning, where would he rank? Good stage to do it on. So just give me your overall, Ian. Mm. What, what, what are your, you know, you've lived it. What are your personal levels of admiration for Kane Williamson and, and what has been built? And, and as you rightly point out, is repeated over and over in, in the biggest moments. They're, they're as accomplished as any. The thing about Kane Williamson, you and I would probably hate Kane Williamson uh, as an interview subject, Jared, because... To try and get anything um, uh, in terms of what Kane Williamson is about or any accolades about himself is nigh on impossible. It's just people have tried for donkey's years uh, <laughs> when they've said, Kane, you were brilliant today. Uh, well, you know, and he'll level it out the whole time. So that's one of the reasons I think why he's so damn successful um, because he just keeps a lid on things um, and, and, and really he doesn't go overboard about too much and he won't have uh, I, I noticed there was a little bit of excitement there he got on his feet at one stage and I thought man this, this must be thrilling if he's actually <laughs> got off his seat uh, and he you know but afterwards you could hear his reflection uh, with the interview with Michael Atherton and, and he was just he was just um, ex he almost expectant and um, what that means is if he's expectant uh, then uh, the players think, well, you know, he expects us to do well. He, he's not hoping we are. He's expecting us to. And that's, I think that's the kind of feeling that they've got now. Uh, and they've got some good guys that are sort of supporting them. They've got Luke Ronke. You know Luke Ronke very well in, in Australia. They've, they've got him as their batting and fielding coach. They've got Shane Jurgensen. I'm giving you guys a lot of credit here. Another Australian who's <laughs> been wond wonderful with, with the bowlers. Uh, they've got Shane Bond on board. Uh, they uh, have also had uh, Stephen Fleming pop in and out of the group. Uh, and, the, and the whole thing has been orchestrated by Gary Stead behind the scenes, who is an unsung hero, unrecognisable, basically, on both sides of the Tasman. Shouldn't be, but is. Uh, and, but that, I think, is, is pretty much how you sum this team up. Um, the, the glory boys out in the middle um, are very, very well prepared uh, when it comes to crossing that white line. One of the first messages we got this morning, Smithy, was the only thing missing was Ian Smith's voice. What does it do to <laughs> the events of Lords that, that, that you depicted for us so, uh, so meaningfully and so passionately? Yeah, I'd have loved to have been there, Jared. There's, there's no lie about that. But, of course, we're uh, in the situation where if you leave New Zealand, uh, you may not be able to get back till uh, I think, about 2036. So yes. uh, we're just a little bit hesitant to pop on the plane. Uh, so uh, at least my good colleague Simon Dool was there to call it, and Dooley, of course, was part of that group that called that 2019 World Cup final uh, at Lords as well. What it does to me, it's it's a little bit of retribution, it's a little bit of revenge. Uh, I would have missed I missed the moment of not being there, um, but honestly, 
Um, I, I didn't I didn't miss the success of it, and and uh, I, I'm also fully aware, Jared, that of course we've got another hurdle to to uh, to mm. uh, to jump to win this damn thing, and that hurdle might be you. So my turn, my turn yes. to ask some questions yep. here. Uh, where where are the keys? Where are the keys for you uh, tomorrow morning, three o'clock our time, a little earlier your time? So it's Hazelwood nicking off Barbara's arm in the second over. So mm-hmm. I, I made the list today, Smithy, of what's tangible? What have I seen before? It's Warner getting hold of a Freedy at, at length in the early stages. It's Maxwell, uh, who's played a big role in Harris Ralph's uh, career, career, getting hold of mm-hmm. him in the latter overs and beyond the power play, taking to the spinners. So it's not a wing and a prayer for Australia. There are some bankables there. And after the... the the trouncing by England, which was about as roughed up as I can remember an Australian team in any format being in many a year, uh, two compelling performances which have righted a few things. Hazelwood is in good form, and it is, I would imagine, it, it should be the way the pitches have gone. It should suit his bowling early. So Australia has to get Barbara's arm in the first couple of overs, or if Australia bats, or it doesn't matter whether it's first or second, Warner has to get away. So Finch, Finch, I think, is the support role for Warner with Marsh at three. Australia can't lose two wickets in the power play because they don't make sense after that. Maxwell can't be in before the seventh over. That's the IPL formula. It's what Australia hasn't been able to replicate at this World Cup. So one for with Warner going and Maxwell coming in in over number seven or eight, that would work, and Hayes would Getting Baba Azam early, and and Cummins in his in his usual in his usual guise. I'm not I'm not sure. I think Stark's a huge risk in this tournament, but th- those those are my parameters. Zampa, what about Zampa if things don't go to plan initially? So uh, he is perfect in the um, which was it, the Bangladesh game. Four wickets early, and then he took the rest of them. I. If, if Zampa's on and, and they're well set, if their openers are well set and Zampa's on, um, I doubt that he can turn the match. But if Australia does get early wickets through the quicks, I think he can he can both contain and do damage through the middle. He is growing. He is growing in stature. I think uh, it's a big stage for him, and there are better spinners at the tournament, obviously. But he will feel absolutely brimful of confidence right now to do his thing. Jared, always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we have to uh, go and make some money for Mr. Hutchison now in forms <laughs> of uh, some advertisements as well. I guess you have to. Yes. Let's, uh, let's make a date, shall we? Um, yep. and, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. Should we be in the final of this tournament, we'll make contact Monday morning. Shall we have a little, uh, a quick review Monday morning? You're on. Let's hope that's the case. Good man. Okay, Jared. Yeah, good to talk to you, man. As always, absolutely. Uh, Jared Waitley there from Melbourne. There, thanks, Chris from Darwin. Picked up on that. Good stuff. And uh, we shall uh, be back with Staffy, our man Staffy.